changing trains. You're changing uh, trains. Wasn't planning on it. No. It's not valid in high speed after Ashford. So you'd have to buy the upgrades. It's travelling to. Uh, oh, really? Okay. Yep. Where. Jimmy, what's your view on high speed trains? Um, I think they're great, but they uh, should make it more clearer when you're buying a ticket. Thank you. Okay. Yep. Um, so this is where I need a tune that I can come in. Yep. Um, Cheers, Darren. Fucking <laughs> Darren. I said he'd do it again for me, but he won't. Pin him down. Make it happen. But pinning him down? Yeah. Not, not literally. Oh. I've never heard of that expression before. No. Pinning him down? Yeah, you pin someone down to do something for you that you need. Never heard of that. Christ. Anyway. Um, hi, James. Hi, Tom. How are you today? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, mate. Glad to have you on. Wait, why don't we? Why don't you say welcome back to another week, and then say a bit, and then we'll have a special guest, and then we can go into. The why don't you just take over the pod, mate? Uh, welcome to the podcast. To to Jimmy Tom and James. Uh, that was pretty good, mate. Well done. Whoa, 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 whoa. Welcome. We can't move much on these scenes. Well done. Welcome to the podcast with Tom and James. How are you, James? Very well, thank you. How are you? Good, mate. Good. Um, what are we talking about today? What are we going to talk about today? What do you have to say for the podcast? Well, there's a few things I'd like to cover off, Tom, if that's okay. <laughs> Is it? That's more than more than welcome, James. You're the first guest. Well done. Um, so, on, you want to ask me some questions about life living with a vegan? I do, mate, I do. You, li- you live with a vegan for how long? For... good question. Don't even Quite a while. Quite she a was a pescatarian when I first met her, then a veggie, and then a vegan. Sounds like she changes her mind a lot. Well, no, she's just getting better and better. More into it. Yeah. And uh, what's your food habits? Are you uh, any of them? Have you ever tried? I do eat a lot of vegan food, yep. Um, a lot of people have a lot of uh, misconceptions about veganism and particularly when your partner is a vegan and you're not yeah I understand why she's doing it but I like I couldn't do it myself I could probably be veggie but even that's a stretch but you like the, a lot of meat though mate I do I've like seen you eat a lot of meat I mean we just had a sausage and egg sandwich we did which is very very small nice small ones though eh? well you had two I had one <laughs> um but the food is actually very, very nice. It's, it is nice. Um, it's not just salads and lettuce and boring old vegetable. No. There's a lot of good foods in there. And recently there's a lot of good products out there that are uh, fake meat. Mm-hmm. So brands like Oomph. Oomph. That's yeah. a brand name, is it? Okay. So you can get like frozen chicken pieces yeah. or fajita-style chicken pieces. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, it tastes pretty much exactly the same. You've got Linda McCartney sausages, which are very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of dishes that you would normally have as a meat eater that can be used, that can be adapted for vegans. And Steph's got quite a few vegan cookbooks, which we I can see, yeah. um, cooked quite a few meals out of. And, you know, they're very, very nice, very good. It's not all about being healthy and skinny. Um, obviously, you do eat a lot of vegetables, but it is very easy to also just be as obese as the host. 
of this podcast, as we find out today, doing his BMI. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, well, even as, even in front of me, man, what have we got? Feed Me Vegan. Yeah, Bosch. Bosch is very vegan good. Vegan So that Lucy Watson, I think she is from Made in Chelsea or something, but I could be wrong on that one. Okay. Um, Bosch is very good. It's quite. It's one of those cookbooks, a bit like Jamie Oliver, you know? You need quite a few ingredients and quite uh, a long time to mm-hmm. cook some of them, but... I think we had a mushroom pie out of there. Oh, lovely. Very nice with a... I don't like mushrooms, but... Yeah, with a stout um, sauce. So, like a steak and ale pie, but uh-huh. it's um, obviously just with mushrooms without any steak. You were, you were quite a cook before, me and Steph, from what I remember. Well, yeah, I don't mind cooking. Okay. Uh, do you see yourself cooking a lot more vegetarian, vegan options now yourself? Um, to be honest, Steph has done a lot of it. But um, I have done bits and sometimes, and what you can do as well is Steph could cook a vegan meal and then you can just, you know, cook up a chicken breast on the side or a bit Easy, of chorizo yeah, yeah. or something like that and add it, yeah, add it to your local. bits. Is it more expensive to eat? Because generally speaking, eating healthier does seem to be more expensive than... I would 100% disagree with that. Would you? Yeah. Because the price of meat and fish is very, very expensive. M- meat is, yeah, but you know, I remember the time when I lived in London, mm. and I went. To, I fancied a bit of fruit. Sometimes I have healthy days. Fruit is expensive. Yep. I went to buy an apple, and it was like a pound. Yep. A Mars bar was like sixty p. But what am I going to buy? You don't have to be a vegan to eat an apple. I'm not. That's just an example of health. So are we t- talking about being healthy now, no. rather than being vegan? <laughs> I mean, I feel. I think we're still the vegan option. Okay. But uh, my general point was, you know, I... And again, I've not looked too much into it. Um, I mean, I've not even done a weekly shop myself for a... Thanks, Jen. Yeah, yeah, cheers. Um, But I would, you know, when I did, I would always see cooking was a bit cheaper when you just kind of buy the rubbish food more than... Yeah, I guess that is healthy food. That is an issue, but you know, like I was saying before, you don't have to be a vegan to eat healthy. No. Um, But fruit... Is very very expensive, and it, you know it could get more expensive with Brexit. Who knows? It's a whole other chat. That is. Vegetables tend to be much cheaper. Okay. So obviously you can eat a lot of vegetables, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it was more expensive being a vegan. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I would say it's cheaper because you don't have to buy the meat. Anyway, how was yep. turning thirty? Are you turning thirty feels the same as being twenty nine. <laughs> you didn't feel daunted. No. Didn't not, feel not really bothered by worried, it. Worried, scared. No. I, okay, I turn 30 in a month. What advice would you give to me um, to turn 30? Bear in mind you've been 30 for a day. Just carry on living your best life. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> living your best life? No, but that's my <laughs> advice to you. Okay. So don't lead by example, but... Well, I'm not setting an example here, no. No. You're setting the example by going travelling again. This is... People don't know that. That's oh, not people don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, edit. Okay. Cut. <laughs> I'm going to beep that one out. Not everybody knows that. No, well, probably Sorry won't. if you weren't aware that he's going, but he's going to New Zealand end of June, early July. Um, he normally likes to tell people he's going away for a couple of weeks and then doesn't come back for a couple of years. So, um, sorry about that one. Probably everybody knows who is in that situation, is in that area. Yeah. If you're a female, it's probably you. This is where I cut, you see. Cut, then. Cut. No, I don't have to stop it. Cut. I just edit it. Cut. Uh, what what's your favourite joke? Yesterday? What's your favourite joke? Oh, and uh, what's your favourite joke, mate? 
It's a good question, that Tom. Mm-hmm. My favourite joke is why the why did the baker have brown fingers? Wait, let's do that again. <laughs> My favourite joke is why does the why does the baker have brown fingers? Why? Because he needed a poo. Need I get that man needed. That's a great Very joke. Funny. Good what's, joke. What's that your was. What's your favourite joke? Uh, my favourite joke. Um, I don't ever. I'm not very good at remembering jokes. Okay. Uh, the one that springs to mind there is uh, what do you call five hundred penguins in Trafalgar Square? Uh, don't care. <laughs> no. no oh. Lost. All oh, right. Except in the Antarctic, usually. Is that a joke? It was a funny joke, okay. mate. Yeah. yeah, from a penguin bar. Very good. Love penguin bar jokes. Let's bring Alexa back, shall we? I don't think we should shoot. Me. Were you a fan of her? Uh, no, not really. Didn't really work, did it? No. I feel like it worked the first week. Yeah, a bit of comedy value, but that's, that's it. Kind of got, it kind of got ruined, yeah. yeah. How would you suggest I should start the show? Um, any ideas? Now, like you've listened to all the episodes, any you know? Just give me some advice. What have you thought so far? Any pros? Any cons? I think you know. I think you need a nice little introduction to the show. I agree. I agree with you. Rather than jumping straight in there, you know. It's a bit forced, isn't it? It's a bit weird. Mm. I find. But. I mean, you can only work with what you're given, and if some people aren't delivering, <coughs> Darren, mm. then there's not much you can do about it. Very that, true, mate. Very true, thank you. I, uh, mm. I've been getting on it for a while. Um, but what have you been thinking about the pod overall? Um, I think it's been very insightful, mm-hmm. very controversial in places, and also. All the good pods are, I thought. Well, debatable, though. <laughs> and also, some things, you know, well, could be a bit more interesting. Okay, yeah. Like speed signs. Speed, I feel like that was a valid point myself. It could be a valid point, you know, but is that what the the people want to listen to? Don't know, mate. What do the people want to listen to? I don't know, mate. What? That's why I'm not doing a podcast. <laughs> you doing one right now? Co-host. Co-host, good. People, what if people want you back again? Maybe they want me gone and you... Yeah, I mean, I'm happy to take over the... <laughs> take over that and... Uh, Tom Talks. Yeah, rebrand it all and make it my own. <laughs> Well, that I invited you. Uh, no, that's good. Um, and any, you know, anything's, anything you liked about the pod? Anything that you feel works? You can be honest. Um, sure. Nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, well, I think it has got better over the first few weeks, for sure. Thank you. Um, I think particularly the first one was a bit all over the place but I think you were aware of that when you recorded it I was um, I think you know it has got slightly less controversial as weeks have gone on as well which is um, mm-hmm. also another bonus but there's a couple of things I'd like to talk about today that you know could be a bit controversial oh, really? as well yeah. what, and, uh, what are they mate what are you going to talk about today um, well it's actually one thing really and it's just the fact that um, obviously you're going travelling again soon in, in a few weeks <laughs> am I? Um, and it's probably just I thought it'd probably be best for people to hear it here first <laughs> in case Tom hasn't actually told you this yet because um, there's probably a few of you listening who wouldn't be aware he is going travelling but he does like to do this sort of thing and he has done it in the past so just a pre-warning there it's, uh, it's still a maybe it's still a maybe it's still a okay. maybe but you've got your visa yeah <laughs> yeah yeah visa's, got, visa's visa. got right okay. never know got your visa never know when you need a visa just want to run away thanks for that mate yeah <laughs> that's all you want to talk about is it? <laughs> uh, room for improvement hey um, for improvements James well I think sometimes when you're speaking I think um, pretty much everyone does this myself included but a lot of the time there's um, a lot of ums and ahs going on there is and I think there's a clip here by uh, 
Diego Maradona, um, who pretty much sums this up pretty perf- oh, really? pretty well. Okay. And this is sometimes how the pod sounds. <laughs> I do sound quite Spanish. I cut a lot of it out as well. That's even more funny. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I cut a lot. Mm, uh, mm. Yeah, it's very easily done. It yeah. is a bit. Everyone, yeah, everyone does it. I feel like it's easier now. I've got someone to talk to. Uh, <coughs> it's oh, cut. I'm dead. Cut. No, no. Um, it is definitely easier. That's why I want to guess in the first place. I feel like with a guess, it's a bit more of a flow. Conversations and f- flows. Exactly. But then again. It depends what you talk about. Yeah. So there we go. But um, anyway, it'd be also be good if sometimes you could start being a bit more descriptive in in your stories or reviews. Oh really? Just thinking back to the the Dumbo review where you said it was terrible, but you couldn't really explain why that was. So it's probably people find it more interesting if you if they could hear your views rather than just saying it's rubbish. But I can't explain why. <laughs> It's just a general mood of the film, though. I feel like if you watched a film, you'd, you'd, you'd just get it, you know what I mean? You'd be like, yeah, I know what he means. I mean, I've never heard, seen, or read a film review that that's like that, to be honest. <laughs> Have you not? No, never. How many film reviews do you read? I don't feel like you read that many. You don't really watch many films, do you? No, I've read a few, though, for sure. Okay. And it could be just a review about anything, really. I guess um, it could be, yeah. It's, you know, you have to be descriptive why you'd like things, why you don't like things. So more descriptive. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you for that advice. Um, anything else before we move on? Or I you... think that's it. Uh, oh, yeah, make it more funny. Make it more... That's why you're here. Well... That's why I brought you here. Don't think so. Maybe better jokes than the one you told before, though. I also think we should get some um, quite passionate people on the pod. Oh, really? Yeah. People who like to go on at length about certain topics. Yeah. So like the person what? in my in my mind here is Josh Kirk. Josh Kirk, avid listener. Avid listener, number one fan. Ten, yeah, more more number one than you. So yeah, it, so it well, seems, man. Oh well, I can't blame him for it. It's uh, he he absolutely <laughs> loves it. Josh, yeah, do you have to give a special special shout out to Josh Kirk? Very avid listener. Um, saw him this weekend. Full of praise. Loved him. Loved the guy. Uh, Take twenty three. Uh, traveling yeah so James you have been traveling for quite a while Um, 18 months was it I was yeah just under what kind of places do you go so I did the uh, classic Dave decided to um, David Kipling he decided to um, well he was chatting to some other people and then he went missing for the whole night okay and we didn't see him again until the next morning. Okay. So we were a bit concerned about him, but it wouldn't be the first time he's done this. So. I was going to say, mate, you, I feel like you've got a bit of history when you go on nights out with friends and they disappear. Yeah, um, particularly Dave. Mm, I mean, I feel like I've got a bit of a personal experience, but you didn't seem to care I disappeared. Oh, was that when you we were in... Uh, a place called Prague. Prague, that's it, yeah. Um, you did, we didn't really give too much of a care for... for no, that. to be fair, I was very cold. Okay. So I'm very hungry, so... So was I. Me and Smarty went to get a kebab um, and then walked home, you know, about a 15-minute walk home back to our <laughs> place. Freezing cold, it was about February, I think, when we went. It was January. It was January, January. so it was very, very cold. So I was looking forward to um, getting into my pyjamas mm-hmm. um, with, the, with, the, with the heating on. And obviously you decided to come back the next day. And so obviously we wondered where you were, but... 
turns out you decided to go for a little walk by yourself and a little nap um, on a big hill. Not a mountain. And then obviously you came to your senses and remembered where you were. Something like that. You walked back and then you were too cold to even put the key in the door. I was. So you had to ask a a, a random local. He saved me. He did, to let you in. As, and then obviously your hand was a bit messed up as well, it wasn't was it? It was a bit so messed you, up, yeah. You had an infection. Big. I did. And then you, we uh, went back home and you asked Jen to look at it, because Jen's a nurse. She's a nurse. And um, what happened? You had an infection? Um, something like that, yeah. And then obviously I had to go to the doctors and then explain mm. the whole story to them. And mm. It's a bit unfortunate because uh, me and Smarty, the other guy we were with, we had a great time. Yeah, well, this is it. This is, this is the whole yeah. point. You didn't really care too much about well. me disappearing. But with Dave Kipling, there was a bit more of a worry, a bit more of a concern. Uh, well, no, not really, because uh, it was one of those places where there's so many people... Uh-huh. You you can't you know you can't keep track. with a lot of friends anyway, so Fair. couldn't keep track. But as the night goes on, you do start to wonder, and you know what has he been up to? Mm-hmm. But in the end, he decided to. Uh, so he came back the next day and told us he decided to take a boat, okay, over to the neighbouring island Koh Samui, okay, with a, with a couple of guys. I think I can't remember who it was. Uh, yeah, he had no recollection of getting over there or wow. just woke up and realised he was on Koh Samui <laughs> and thought looked out to the ocean and I thought I should be on that island over there not this I like that so yeah. maybe you do you have a good time doesn't even know he doesn't remember it no. doesn't remember no but I'm sure he did so I imagine tra- like travelling that's quite a, pretty, kind of a classic travelling story really isn't it like it's people- classic backpackers you know we were fresh out of well <laughs> I won't say fresh yeah, out of you knew so we fresh, were yeah. had a beard we were 20 Two, I think. Ooh, back in the day. So we went the year after we graduated. Very good to travel with. Um, he, but yeah, had a great. What time. makes it right, what, make, what makes a good travelling buddy? Uh, he he was very knowledgeable about things. Mm. He's he, quite a smart guy. That's a push. <laughs> he he likes to do his research before um, before we go. He, he he likes to go where he wants to go, obviously. But you know, we we did see some really good places. But he did fall out with me once. Oh, why? Yeah. What? Uh, what happened there? Because we were in somewhere in Indonesia, I can't remember where now, but he wanted to go to um, some sort of temple. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'd been in Asia for six months previously, so I'd, I'd seen enough temples. You were bored of temples by then? Yeah, and I didn't want to pay the entry fee, which was probably around $3. Mm, can make sense. Yeah, so... Um, he he was pretty upset with me about that, okay. and he he didn't talk to me for a while. Really, what a while! Like I'd say a couple of hours until he came back out again. Okay, and uh, so he did. He go into the temple. He did go into the what temple. What did you do? I sat in the bar and had a drink, and also got him a present. Oh, what which was, was it? it? Was a little inflatable man with a parachute. I can imagine um, Josh loved that. And we called him Jeff. Okay. So we used to take him around on our bikes, and then we'd um, throw him off. Um, places so you would obviously parachute through through the air sounds cute until one day we got a bit too cocky and we were at some um volcano uh-huh. and we decided to first start throwing stones into the volcano good don't good, know why good idea yeah. um and then sadly that's where jeff lost his life oh really wow. yeah right. we um parachuted <laughs> right into the right into the volcano so we never saw jeff again <laughs> saw him again no. oh, rest in peace rest jeff. in peace jeff um, that's a, quite a story. No, it's quite a story. Yeah, it just quite came to me. Quite yeah. Don't do that. Um, Edit cut. Mm.
Welcome to the podcast. You uh, you mentioned to me yesterday how you and Darren you went to Brazil and you lost your case or something in your jungle and you had to yeah like tell me about that that was quite a like what did you do so me Darren and Katai were going to Brazil for the Rio Carnival Mm -hmm. a couple of years back Um, it was at the end of Darren's uh, two month trip to South America Mm -hmm. so we flew out there um, and then our last uh, trip was over to Manaus um, which is the last town before or city before the ju- some uh, jungle around around the Amazon. So obviously we set off from on our flights up mm-hmm. there, and when we got there, we were told our bag well our bags didn't come come off the plane. Terrible. And this was quite late at night, and we were due to go to the jungle the next day. And obviously, all we had with us was the shorts and t-shirt that we were wearing. Mm-hmm. What did um, you do? Like, that must have been pretty, uh, pretty annoying. Very annoying. So we told our guide the next day, uh, and he because it was a drive to get into the the jungle. Yeah. So he took us to a little town um, on the port, and basically, we had to go in and find whatever we could. Yeah. Um, to to what? So you were help. You were going on a basically a trek through the jungle for a yeah, few days. You were a few day trek into the jungle. So originally, what did you take with you? Like off- so, I had walking boots, proper waterproof, right? Mozzie spray, all that kind of and stuff. And you had nothing. I had nothing. Absolutely nothing. Uh, only our day bags. So the clothes we had on us and our day. What bags. did you manage to find and gather? So we went and we got some shoes. So was it not quite an exciting little challenge? I mean, uh, to be honest, it was pretty annoying. Was it? Okay. Yeah. I, I, would, I, wouldn't it was, I wouldn't say it was exciting, but it's pretty annoying. If you look back at it now, though, and you know, yeah, you've done the trip yourself, it was kind of a, yeah, you know, you know, you managed to do what you could. Yeah, it made us stronger as people. Exactly. Um. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so we got together some some little shoes, um, which are basically football boots, okay. like the Astro ones. Nice. Um, and How were they? Did they do the job? Not really, no. Okay. And uh, a poncho, which uh, ripped pretty much straight away. Right. Um, kind of like those ones you get on the towers for the wet rides. Yeah, exactly. Right. They look pretty good, they do. Yeah, but they weren't effective, especially okay. because when they got a hole in, it, let, it does let all the water in. <laughs> I can imagine, yeah. Yeah, so hey, not, not great. Okay. So, but we survived. It was only a few days. Um, and a good yeah. story, mate. Yeah. You survived the jungle without any bare necessities. You had bare yeah. grills. Exactly. Interesting. I even held a crocodile. Uh, you saw the, you saw the, uh, I saw the photo, didn't I? You did, good. yeah. You looked good, mate. Well done. Thanks. Um, what advice would you give to any... You know, you know some people might be going travelling um, in the next few weeks, maybe. Uh, any advice you'd give to uh, fellow new travellers? In terms of what? Packing or what to take? Anything, mate. If you, you know, kind of just top three tips for someone going travelling. Top three tips. Number one, pack light. A lot of the time you're going to be hauling a load of crap around that you don't need. Yep. Like Mubs had about a 10 kilo bag lock that he was carrying around <laughs> for no reason. Pointless. Safety. So pack light. There's lots of places to do your laundry and it's quite cheap okay. to do it. Um, obviously it depends where you're going. Yep. Also have some sort of rough idea of where you want to go because obviously whilst you will meet people out there, it's for you and what you want to see and get out of it. Mm-hmm. But keep it keep it flexible because you will meet people and you will want to go and do things together as groups. Okay. Um, and my final piece of advice is to have fun. Have fun. Don't worry. 
don't worry about coming home broke don't worry about you know what you're going to be doing in three or four days time it's uh it's there for you to i guess just enjoy yourself as much as possible be relaxed about it or don't don't stress about it that's some good advice mate thanks right and welcome to the podcast don't have to say that every time okay (laughs) sorry i can keep that as my jingle until darren does me one there um uh, I think I've just started recently talking in uh, from last week in the in the podcast is about my housekeeping experiences. Yes. Disgusting, um, Thomas. It is, mate, and I'm I probably sound like a vile guy. I mean, yeah. I've only done one so far, but I would like to point out that it's probably not as disgusting as it sounds. Mm. Like you say that, but like, you know, like what using someone's dirty towel to wipe the glasses clean and put it back for the next person. I don't know if I put that. I think I just told you that. Oh, right. I don't think I put that in the actual pod. But um, you know, it's just one. You got to be quick. It's a very hard job. Is it? I mean, it sounds hard when you you know you're texting me, just saying you're fucking around in the room. You you're cleaning up, <laughs> sat in, sitting in the bed eating the leftover toast that's there. Don't quite do sounds, sounds very stressful. Don't quite do all that. But you know, you got to remember though. You know, we were on a strict time limit. Eight hours to clean them out. Now it might sound chill. Didn't you say it's forty five minutes per room? It's about 40, 45 minutes per room. I like that's probably the max as well. I mean, um, I can do mine in five minutes. So <laughs> can you? Yeah, that's quite a long time. I mean, yours is just a bed though, pretty much, isn't it? Really? Yeah, better than more and yeah. done. Um, you're quite an organised guy though aren't you I mean, I'm not try to be do you, how long do you reckon it would take to do my room now, you've not seen my room for a while but I'm sure you can imagine well your room has been a state for about 10 years now and you know I, I, just, I think I just think Jen's is getting to Jen as well <laughs> she's obviously not happy about this and you keep saying yeah. before I can do this I need to sort my room out wow. before I can do that I need to sort my room out Jen your 30. room just gets worse and worse I'm a 30 year old guy mate you know mum back off me and there's also a lot of crap in there I would debate a lot that. of crap debate you're that. a hoarder I would debate that massively I'm a hoarder but well there you go so you just it's not it. crap though oh, I can crap. admit it I'll admit it right now but it's not the best thing for me would be if my room caught fire Ooh, that's a bit harsh. And then, no, but then that way, I, it releases me of all my stuff. I feel like I'd be a change, but I'd be pretty bloody sad. I mean, well, you could do that yourself, or you just get a load of uh, charity bags, chuck a load of charity bags. I give a bag. lot to charity, mate. Well, you've got me to give a bit more. I, I give a homeless person some gum. Yeah. I brought them a pack of gum the other day. Yeah. That was nice of me. They were very happy. Were they cold? <laughs> could you have got them a coffee? Maybe, yes. maybe something to eat, because chewing gum, you know. She asked for chewing gum there, so yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, well, yeah. I could probably get a banana or something. Interesting. But we know what bananas are uh, alike. Um, anyway, so housekeeping. So I was going to talk this week, uh, I've decided to you know, involve you into the chat. So this okay. week I was going to talk about people's belonging in rooms. So I'm sure you've sit in a fair few hotels. Um, yeah. And I would used to come do the stayovers. Um, obviously you find a host of random stuff. Yeah. Um, now I'm... I, I'd say you're a typical person. You probably don't even think about the housekeeper when you're in a hotel. Like you don't really imagine someone's going to come into your room. Of course we do. You do? What do you, what, you know? Do you, we do you... try to leave our room as tidy as possible before we go. So do I. Good. That's always good. It always helps the, the people. Uh, sometimes, I'm honest, I think it's housekeeping is done too often. People mm-hmm. don't need clean towels, clean sheets every day. And they I don't. A lot of hotels now say... If you want them changed, put them in the bath or something like that. We do, and we even in the five star ones, we do that. But you'd, you'd be very surprised, especially in the posher hotels, people are a bit more demanding. Um, even with bed sheets, and like some people want their bed sheets changed every single day. 
disgusting. They wouldn't do that at home. Every single day. Well, they've probably got a maid. But if they didn't want that, then you wouldn't have a job. So this is it. Uh, so we just follow protocol. But obviously now you, you know you go into these rooms and. I'm not gonna lie. If you know, you'd go right. Please don't lie on the pod. Let's, uh, of course, I'm not gonna lie. You go in the the bathroom, right? I see aftershave. Obviously, I'm gonna use a bit of that on me. I'm not gonna use my own spray to go to work to clean a room because you know that's a waste, isn't it? But right. if I see one on the side, I'm gonna use a bit of aftershave. Okay. Um, so theft. Yep. Carry on. There's <laughs> been bits where they might have some dental floss. Right. Like used? No, not obviously okay. not used. Might use a bit of that. Might, and then you know, put it back. There's been a time where I got up so late I didn't have time to brush my teeth. So in the first room I went to, I brushed my teeth. Oh, Not with that toothbrush. I obviously got a new one. And right. Um, I've done that. Um, in the bedroom, obviously, you'd see a host of stuff. Some people have diaries. Some people have books. You read them? Photo albums. I'd have a little browse. Yeah. So when you're just going back to the start when you're saying it's there's not much time to do it. So here you are reading people's diaries, brushing your teeth, flossing your teeth. Any housekeeper will tell you the dream day for you is to have a lot of stayovers because you can do a stayover in 10 minutes. Right. Um, and let's say an eight hour day, you'd probably, from what I remember, like 12, 13 stayovers. I don't know, I remember like 15 stayovers. But generally speaking, you could smash them out in the morning and they could pretty much have a chilled afternoon. So that's kind of how you would play it. Nice. Um, Bearing in mind, although you have these time limits, I was very bad at these time limits. As like you know, like, that surprises I, me. I had forty-five minutes, but I probably at least took an hour per yeah. room. Signs about um, if I wanted to be fast, I could be fast. Don't get me wrong. I you know I could do the job. Yeah, but when you're a bit hungover, mm. you go into a room. There's a bed. What are you gonna do? You're gonna lie down on you. Yeah, we all do it. Um, have you had any bad experiences with hotels, housekeeping wise? Any anything you think of? No, I don't even think I could say any myself, to be honest. Not that really springs to mind, to be honest. Obviously, we've had some some basic things, but nothing too disgusting, really. What's the cheapest room or bed you've had in the world? I'm pretty sure when you went to Asia, it must be pretty cheap, wasn't it? Yeah, we were getting places for a dollar or two a night. That was normally in a hostel. And was it like a proper bed, or...? Yeah, it was probably like bunk beds. Yeah? For a dollar? Dollar, yeah. I mean, dollar or two, I can't remember, but it was quite rare. But yeah, places out there are, are very, very cheap. Bargain. What um, if you, let's say you're sitting at a standard hotel and you walked in suddenly and the housekeeper was sitting down on his phone, mm. would you be a bit annoyed? What would you do? Like, I know I was never called, but again, did that a lot. Um, using for my phone a lot. Um, usually with doors, you can kind of, because obviously you've got to scan the card, you, you know, you've got a bit of warning. You're about yeah. for three seconds, I'd say. Put your pants back on. To, yeah. to quickly get up and act busy yeah the trick I had always have a duster in your hand right because you know you can dust every, everywhere and it's quite quick even easy when to, you're sitting on the bed to get out. even when you sit on the bed <laughs> dust the bed there might have been times where I had to get out not I wasn't in the bed but like off the bed standing up to be in a position to be looking like I'm doing something within about 2.5 seconds I'd say um, I don't know if she ever realised I'm pretty sure she probably knew no I was just lying on the bed um, I've never experienced that. I'd, I'd probably be like, um, "What are you doing?" What about if you come into the scenario of you come into the room, yeah, and the housekeeper randomly is just coming out the bathroom door, yeah, um, and then I, oh, like, sorry, I'm just cleaning your room and quickly leave. Um, however, then you go into the the toilet and you just you smell like what does it smell of? Something's just you know something's just been left there. Right. And flushed. So it has been flushed. It has been flushed, obviously, come on, yeah. barbaric. Um, 
but you can smell it and uh, you saw them come from the bathroom because I'm, let's say I might have been in that situation right, before okay. where I was it was more of a turn down so it's in the evening yeah. so you, you're literally in the room for about a minute just to clear up some stuff it's not really yeah. cleaning the room it's just fixing it um, and you know there are times where again in the morning you would just go into the toilet and use their toilets like again there's nothing really wrong I'm the one cleaning the toilet yeah um, so at the end of the day I'm not going to leave it dirty um, so commonly we all would use go for number ones number twos yeah um, very rarely get caught but there was a one time where personally I did a stay over so uh, I was doing a turn down service so again that was literally like a two three minute service mm-hmm. uh, I was in the evening usually most people are out um, I did number two and as I was flashing it I could hear someone come in yeah obviously panicked mm-hmm. You know, I left it clean. Yeah. But obviously, I thought there was... You couldn't uh, get rid of the smell. The, well, I didn't even try. I didn't have time. I right. just wanted to get out there, to be honest right. with you. Um, I feel like it was a bit awkward, though. So, yeah, so we were very annoyed about that. You'd be very annoyed. Yeah. I'd probably ring up reception straight away and... See, um, this was my worry. Tell him to suck the ginger man. Just uh, said, Who is my, <laughs> my bathroom? I never get told off. I mean, I don't think it ever came to light, to be honest well, with you. Well, you know, maybe the, the guest didn't complain. I hope. But it's pretty disgusting. If I paid a lot of money, especially five-star hotel go into a room the first thing I see is you coming out and it stinks of poo I am going to be very very annoyed you must imagine though I mean you've probably never thought about this anyway but you know if people are cleaning the rooms I'm not going to go all the way down the step well actually no we were told we could use the, the Bob's not staver but we could use the toilet in the room if we need to go to the toilet obviously it saves a lot of time yep um, I mean but if someone was still in that room and you were just uh, fixing it up tidying it up it's a bit of a no-no. It's a very big no-no. Um, but sometimes, you know, we've got to go when we've got to go, haven't we? Yep. I mean, I'm sure there's no other toilets around, so... Not really well, there are other rooms, but then, you know... See, I'm surprised about that because I thought, because you like do like to um, stretch your taps out when you're at work, so I thought you'd be more than happy to go down into the lift seven or eight flights and then um, find the staff toilet find it yeah true in there for ten minutes and then you know that's another 20-30 minutes wasted true but at the same time there's again we were under strict time zone right so I had to had to but if you were spending that time pooing in the room or reading their diaries Mm -hmm. using their floss or their aftershave you probably had time to go downstairs and have a poo. Maybe, mate, yeah, but then I've got enough time to do all those other things you just listed. I think it says more about you as a human being than actually your job role. And what would that be as such? Disgusting. Uh, disgusting. That's not very nice. I'm definitely not coming across well in these stories. No. I mean, we should stop these yeah, this segment. Okay. Um, Cut! <laughs> it's not coming out how I want it to sound. Well, did in the toilet. What? Did in the toilet. It's true, though. it's so much easier. Yeah, that's fine, mate. It only happened once. <laughs> to be honest. Um, so we'll leave. Welcome to the podcast. We'll leave the uh, the housekeeping chat there. I feel. Um, yeah, I think it's wise. It's probably something I should just talk yeah. about on my own, so I don't get any comments yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. Till after I've recorded it. Yeah. Um, anyway, we went to Margate, mate. Welcome to the podcast. We went to Margate yesterday. Yeah. How I was going to do a long review for that. Um, yeah. What what did you think of it first? I, I review, had, short review of Margate and what we did. I loved it. You've been there before, hadn't you? I had been there before, but we hadn't done what, what we had done. So we went to Margate and we decided to walk from Margate um, all the way to Broadstairs, which I think is about six miles, but it took us a very, very long time. 
There's a plague going the other head, right? Yeah. Sorry, man. Carry on. We did... Thanks, Boeing. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> I'm going to burp. Don't do that on the pod, man. Um, but yeah, it, it took quite a long time. It Mainly did take quite a long time. We, we were stopping um, a few times, but also um, when you go somewhere with Tom Vickers, he likes to take a lot of photos that you won't see for a good few years. So it does take a bit longer when you're waiting for him to get his camera out, um, take 50 shots of the same thing, and still mm. you never, never see you it. You love like the drone, day. don't you? You love the drone. Flight. Drone is good fun, but I think you could be more adventurous with it. I think you're a bit scared <laughs> of it. Yeah. Like fly it to a wind farm 10 yeah. miles out in the sea. Fly it to a wind farm, fly it over a boat, which we can see I, from I've where we were. I've flown over a boat, mate. Well, I don't believe it. <laughs> well, you've seen and you've, seen you've also refused to land it on a cliff, which is about five metres away, so... Apparently we couldn't jump on the cliff, though, could we? No, you couldn't. Uh, but Margate... As, yeah, so Margate was... Where, where, where is Mars? Margate's, like, south-west. Yeah, no. East. South-east. Yeah. Um, it's about an hour and Dover. a half. Yeah, well, yeah. Ish. Around the coast. Dover area. It's an hour and a half from London Paddington. I am... Um, on the hour. Margate did look a bit run. It was very close. Even the Weatherspoons was closed down. Yeah. The Primark was closed down. Now, that, their two features of a high street, I would imagine, were always kind of going. Yeah, but I guess that uh, that could be for locals, but people visiting, they're not really there to go shopping in Primark or sit in the Weatherspoons all day. This is true. But, you know, it's probably a bit of a classic English seaside town. They're mm-hmm. all sort of struggling with uh, regeneration at the minute because, you know, the how cheap it is for people to fly away abroad people would rather go to Spain or Portugal mm. or somewhere like that it rather than go to traditional British seaside towns it was very quiet as well we barely saw anybody it was very quiet but it was I think bank holiday Monday it was bank holiday Monday but people you know the weather wasn't it was it was decent but it wasn't hot so I think no. that would have put people off um, but also it's bank holiday Monday people coming with their families probably started to travel back to the UK true um, but overall overall we had a great time so we yeah we walked um, the coastal walk uh, all the, all the, the way the Viking along. coastal walk yeah it? Viking coastal walk all across the, the cliffs down to Botany Bay which is where they have the chalk cliffs a bit mm-hmm. like they have in Dover mm-hmm. obviously on a much smaller scale but they were good you picked some up had some great drone shots on that as well beautiful drone shots out soon yeah and then we meandered on down to Broadstairs now, for me that was a very nice little place that seemed yeah. a bit better than Margate there was a little bit more going on a bit bigger bit bigger lots of German kids lots of German exchange kids by the mm. looks of it but yeah it was good and obviously a bit of a long walk but it was nice wasn't it it was very nice we saw Charles Darwin's uh, Charles Dickens' uh, yeah. house didn't we we did see Charles Dickens' house where he wrote David Copperfield did you write that in the house did you yep <laughs> and one other one I can't remember Oliver Twist no where did you write Oliver Twist I don't know might you'll be, have to ask him might be in the house it wasn't how do you know because when we Wikipedia'd the house I didn't talk about Oliver Twist being written there. What did you think of Margate? Or what did you think of the whole day in general? The day was really good, mate. Um, when it, as soon as you got off the trains from Margate, this was my first flight I took as well, it was, there was this, like, a big tower block. Um, and speaking to Ste- speaking to, I didn't read the article, but speaking to Steph, it's quite famous or well-used in TV shows or something, I don't really know. Um, but what stood out for me was it was a very kind of classic British council block. And in the windows, as we saw, it said, well, Brexit, no, or something, what did it say? 
back. Stop Brexit. Stop Brexit. And then that was in like one flat probably, and then two flats underneath. There was a European Union flag. So very contrasting views, mate. That was a well, not uh, really. It's the same view. That's true. <laughs> what was that? <bizarre> Cut. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was really good though. I thought the good way it was quite. A lot, it felt very long. It it's about two hours door walk. to door, and obviously because <clears throat> you were late getting up and you were fanning around, we couldn't get the train from Victoria, which would have been much easier for us to get to. Mm. We had to go to Paddington, which consisted of a bus, a train, and a tube all the way up to Paddington. And with a few minutes to go before the train departed, we had the option of which tickets to buy. Whether to buy high speed or not. We chose not to because it was cheaper. Um, but yeah, we didn't didn't get away with that one when yeah, we were on the train. On a high speed train. Wasn't very clear. Wasn't clear though, was it? Difficult. Um, wasn't clear. Um, so you do go to Margate, check the train tickets. <laughs> Did you not have top that? Tips. Top tips. Top Margate tips? Yeah. Check you're on the right train. Cool. Just sports then, mate. Cut. Just sports then. Welcome to the <laughs> Sports to talk about now. Sports. Uh, we like sport, don't we, Tom? We love sport. 50% of my views don't, listeners don't love oh, sport. Well, so see ya. If you want to see you next week. listen to sport, I'll see you next week. Um, James probably won't be here. Nope. But the people might want you. I feel like the people want you here again, mate. Uh, people want you more than me. Let me know. Text in. Sports, anyway. What's happened this week with the sports? Any? Uh, well, obviously, with uh, last night was pretty much the conclusion of the title race. It was. Man City beat Leicester 1-0. Mm-hmm. Absolute screamer from Vincent Company. Mm-hmm. I think it was his first shot on target outside the box since 2013. Was it? And his first goal outside the box since 2007. Unbelievable. What a captain, what a guy. Shame. We don't really like Man City, do we? No. We like Liverpool. I don't like Liverpool. Um, but I do want Liverpool to win it. I think... They what they've done there has been pretty incredible under under Klopp. Yes, they have spent a lot of money, but I think I think they've spent wisely. Mm-hmm. If you look at the signing City have made, there is a lot of flops in there and a lot of really? backup players that cost a lot of money that um, aren't really doing much, like Danilo. Don't know who that is. Exactly. Don't even know who that is. Thirty odd million, I think, from Real Madrid. What do you make of the uh, the the article that came out yesterday where there's a Liverpool fan and they think they should get a second place trophy? Yeah, I mean, obviously they're deluded. They are deluded. I think that's the issue. That's the reason why most people don't want Liverpool to win. Yeah. Most people don't like. I don't like Man City, and I wait for the Liverpool team, but the fans very questionable aren't they really I don't know I think you get that from any team who hasn't won the league for so long and it's been so close a few times asking for a second place trophy and I think that's quite a sweeping generalisation of all Liverpool fans this is one Liverpool fan I apologise I should do Um, what about Tottenham I mean they've Spurs dropped away two red cards we've seen Spurs a few times we have if anything we've probably seen Spurs at most out of any Premier League team yep Um, call us avid fans fans we like Wembley (laughs) <laughs> it's be because when you come to London we do like to go and watch football games don't we yeah what was the easiest to get to uh, it's it's generally the easiest but it's also the easiest to get tickets because Wembley was so big it is and we tried Stamford Bridge Chelsea against Huddersfield sold out full on so we often go to see Spurs but they've really fallen away in the last few yeah, weeks. Yeah. Was it seven, eight losses in their last 11 or something? What's happened, mate? Is it because they didn't sign any players? I think so, yeah. I think Poch will go. Do you uh, Yeah. Go where? Uh, 
Don't know yet, but I think he'll go. What's Ips- the point in him being there? Ipswich. Yeah, we need him. But what, you think he'll leave this season? Yeah. Where, where would he go? I don't know, I'm sure there'll be some sackings. <laughs> right. In Europe? Mm, probably in Italy, UK. Bayern. Mm, I feel like he'd be good for the Premier League to stay there, though, wouldn't he? Yeah, it'd be good. He's a great manager, but they the board's not backing him. If he they bought no one in the last two transfer windows, yeah, and it's showing. As soon as Kane gets injured, they've got that. Son, Fernando Lorente. He's awful, awful. Yeah, but Son is Son is brilliant, and he's he's had a, another really good season. And I think Deli Ali's fallen away. This, this he's been pretty rubbish this season, I think. He's been injured quite a bit, but he hasn't played well. He hasn't. Um, what would be? I don't want any words other than the score predictions for the two Champions League games this this week. So, Spur, um, Barca, Liverpool. What would the score be? Liverpool one, Barcelona two. And what about Spurs, Ajax? That's probably a bit more tougher. Mm-hmm. Ajax one, Spurs two. Do you reckon? Who's going to score those two goals? Uh, it's going to go into extra time. Mm-hmm. And then Spurs will win on penalties. Do you reckon? Yeah. Generally? Yeah. I don't think that can be any further. I think, well, out of the two games, that's the one that's got the most chance of an English team progressing. True. However, I would put Tottenham's chances probably similar to Barcelona's, uh, to Liverpool's chances. Potentially. Like, Tottenham were just so bad in the, in the first game. Like, so bad. They played better second half after they made the change, but it still wasn't good enough. Well, you came on Suzuka. 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 Yeah, well, they changed the he shape. Was from, he's phenomenal. Yeah, he is he good. He's banging him all in. He was crap when he first joined, but he's coming good now. Don't remember. Um, anyway, what about next question? Football Premier League winner next season. Next season. Um, tricky. I think City will do it again. You reckon? Yeah. And the rest of the top four? Liverpool second. Mm-hmm. Classic. Uh, if Spurs buy I think, and Poch stays, they'll finish third. Okay. And then I think Arsenal will come fourth. Ooh. I think Chelsea... I think Hazard will go in the summer and then, then they're going to struggle big time and there's lots of question marks about Sarri mm. and he's trying to buy Higuain which you know obviously Terrible. previous world class player but he's not the level of where he was previously he's not suited mm. to the Premier League no he's not and I think they'll finish sixth and Man United finish fifth interesting man Ollie's at the wheel <laughs> is he? he is but you know he's kind of how many signings do you reckon United will make this season how many signings yeah do you think they will make I think they need to make three or four world class signings and I also need think they need to get rid of Paul Pogba ooh okay what has he done he has the odd moment of brilliance you'd think he's the main player that should go though not Lukaku not Sanchez not Martial well yeah I think Sanchez will go I think Lukaku's a great player he's done well again this season I think he should stay um, but Sanchez he needs to go I think probably abroad now he's coming to the end of his career he is I just think all the unrest and for the Pogba causes and even if that's just in the media mm-hmm. I think it's affecting the whole team I see what you mean yeah I agree cool um, any more words on football at all um, yeah, I'd look forward to playing Shrewsbury Town next season yeah, in League One. You're an Ipswich fan. Yeah. That's, that's a bit of a clubbing crisis, isn't it? It is a clubbing crisis. We were the longest-serving championship club, which is a stat no one ever wants really? to have. Yeah. 
Well, since yeah, I'm relegated so. from the Premier League. Well, it's not County. They've been relegated as well, so they're the oldest football league record. Yeah. Two records. Yeah. Broken. Broken. Not in a good way. So we'll be dying at the Gay Meadow. Not anymore. Uh, what's it called now? The Greenhouse. The Greenhouse Meadow. Stadium. Greenhouse Stadium. Please. Look forward to that game. Do you reckon you'll bounce back straight in one season? Uh, I don't think so. I've been, again, we've got a chairman who doesn't really spend any money. No. So we haven't really spent much money in a while. Apart this summer, summer just gone, obviously, with Paul Hurst coming in. Mm-hmm. Legend. Absolutely he legend. obviously stole a few shoes with players. He's a um, and we did spend a bit of money then, um, to be <coughs> honest. The quality just hasn't been there. We haven't really had no. a recognised striker um, that's been our own. We've had a few on loan, but again, from championship clubs, which is kind of says it all, really. Does right. Cool. Formula One. Welcome to the podcast. You wanted to speak about Formula One. Formula oh, One, I, yes. I I like Formula One. Yep. Um, but I get bored of it very easy. Yep. Like I, I feel like one. everybody does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you were the one that did suggest the Formula One um, Netflix show. Very yep. good. Very good very show. Good. So I'm kind of more into it now. Yeah. Me too. On a more personal level. Really, yeah. Now you've seen drivers. Um, so yeah. Well, would you like to speak about Formula One? Like what? Uh, I just think, well, like you, I haven't really watched it the last couple of seasons. No. And I watched that documentary and got back into it, expecting some really good races. In yeah. The last three in Baku, Azerbaijan. Mm-hmm. Rubbish. Chinese Grand Prix was rubbish. Why were they rubbish? No overtaking. No drama. No. Nothing. It was. There was very little. I think. What was it? Either. Can't remember now. Uh, China or Azerbaijan it was um, the first lap and that was the only really overtaking yeah. between the front few and obviously that's where they're fighting for the world championship I've always wondered how obviously there's a lot of money in Formula 1 a lot of money but it is always deemed as one of the least exciting mm. generally not sports I guess um, yeah where, like, how do you reckon it makes like, you know what I mean like, how, where does the money come from obviously like, like as we saw looking for tickets tickets for the British Grand Prix were what like 170 quid Sunday only yeah it's very expensive to go to but people people go to it um do you reckon that's how they make the money through the tickets or like how obviously it'd be TV but when you've got massive brands such as Ferrari yeah Mercedes Honda do a lot of the engines Renault Red Bull Mm -hmm. so those brands have a lot of money and it is a really prestigious sport Mm -hmm. and it has been traditionally for a while Mm. but they just need to make things more interesting they've obviously tried over the last few years with um, DRS yeah. so if you're within a second of the car in front you, you're, something opens on your wing and you go a bit faster is that what the is that like the DRS is there? drag reduction system okay so yeah so obviously that makes um, more people can overtake but it's kind of a bit cheating really it's not really racing because you've no. got a pace advantage down the straights how would you make it more exciting so I would bring back a few things okay number one I'd reintroduce refuelling okay at the minute the pit stops are only two three seconds long and they it's are. just a change of tyres everyone's pretty much on the same strategy mm-hmm. at the front bringing in refuelling and not releasing the weights of the cars before the start of the race which is what they used to do would mean there's a lot more unpredictability from the team. Yeah, they used to put a bit of fuel in and didn't they? Some would go on short stints, some would go on much longer stints. Because the less fuel you have, the faster you go. Yeah, exactly. So if they brought that back in, other teams couldn't predict what strategies they were on. Mm. 
Um, is that a viable option for them to bring it? I don't think so. No, they banned refueling a while back. Why do they do that? It, you know, it was pretty dangerous. A lot of people did get set on fire in the pit lanes. Did they? Yeah. Oh, because they were trying to fuel very fast. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. Um, and also, it was deemed a cost-saving thing because to cut to cart all the things they used to refuel the cars with was, was very expensive. Okay. But I think it's probably the safety thing. Yeah, true. And it also bring back different manufacturers of tyres. At the minute, they've just got Pirelli, whereas in the past they had Bridgestone or Michelin. Mm. There, was only a really, there wasn't really that, that many. Did that, would that make a real difference? Well, yeah, because the Bridgestones used to always perform better at some tracks and the Michelins and other tracks. True. My earliest memory of Formula One was it was the USA Grand Prix, and only six cars could drive because something was quite tires. It was quite a long time ago. Was it? I thought it was. Mm. But it's like one of the tires blew on one of the chicanes in it or something, and then mm. in testing, and then they were like, oh, "All these tires can't go around this track." So it was six drivers. Weirdly, I watched the whole race. Bizarre. That was probably the last race I actually full on watched. First and last. I think so. Yeah. Nice. I think it's so fucking boring. Yeah. Six cars. Um, that's fair though mate that's fair do you reckon it will get more exciting like well they're pre- they're trying because they're still owned by Liberty Media isn't it? so they're trying more yeah more things so in showbiz what they're trying to get signed off with all the teams is new regulations for 2021 mm-hmm. um, I don't really know exactly what they are but it's designed to make things more exciting again Who's what we want is overtaken and we want drama we do because at the minute the cars can't <coughs> follow a car in front for long enough because it ruins their tyres oh really so they'd have to pick quicker Surely for this all to get a bit more, there needs to be a less of a gap between teams. The cars need to be more reliable. Yeah, well, I mean, you could tell about football as well. The bigger teams will have more money. But even that you'd True. expect the top three teams, who have all have similar budgets, have good cars to be competing against each other. I don't really remember a season that has ever been like that though for a long time. Like usually, used to go through stage used to be Ferrari, then it was Red Bull, now it's Mercedes. Mm-hmm. There's never two teams there. Yeah. No, we never really had a tight championship. So I think in the early two thousands there was a big rivalry between Ferrari and um was it McLaren. McLaren, yeah. yeah. Obviously Schumacher's era. What but, a year. Yeah, but he obviously stole the show. But I think there was used to be a lot more excitement than there is now. There used to be a lot more. Yeah. To be fair. Um who's gonna win this year? Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> He's a bit of a dick, isn't he? Nope. You only don't like him because he's successful. <laughs> and I hate successful people. Yes, you do. I? Okay, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Um, cool. Any, cool. Anything else on the uh, subject? Or? I think that's it from me. Beautiful, that's definitely, that. that's definitely it from me. Great. I was like, going to hear some sort of saw. Um, well, thanks for, for joining on the I've podcast. I've had a great time. Have you had a great time? Was it enjoyable? Yeah, Thank very you. enjoyable. Must be nice to see it behind the scenes, I imagine. Uh-huh. Very nice, yeah. Uh, I've had te- a few technical hiccups along the way. Very technical. Sure. Changed the batteries, changed the microphones. But, you know. We got through. Yeah. Come back stronger. Back next, stronger. Back stronger next week. Um, yeah. Any lasting words? No. Sorry, fans. No. That's it. Cool. All right. That's it for me. Now I just need a jingle to yeah. end it. Thanks, right. Darren. Thanks to Hitches, mate. Um, cool. Okay. See you next week. Say back bye. stronger. Thanks, Darren. <laughs> bye. Beautiful, mate.